Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Good show for you today. We'll do a little bit of everything as So Money Sports, professional hockey better, will join us. I'm sure you guys know him from Twitter. He is big in the betting community, great at hockey, really good also with baseball, basketball, football. I think mean, he's really good. With all the sports, specializes in hockey, so we'll get his thoughts on the Rangers and the Penguins as that series starts tonight. We'll also talk to him some baseball, some football. Uh, really looking forward to that one. He's really as good as anyone when it comes to hockey, and like I said, he's more than a one-trick pony, so looking forward to that one. Rangers tonight, minus 135. They've taken some money here at Bet Rivers. Total, five and a half. Uh, about a coin flip for the series. Rangers, minus 120 for the series, so... Uh, we'll see if the Rangers have a run in them. We'll get into some hockey. Hopefully they can make a run and, and give us some content. They are 16-1 to 1 to win the whole thing at Bet Rivers. Who knows? They got a good goalie. Uh, hockey's certainly not my specialty, but look, you got a good goalie. Uh, you, you can certainly make a run, and uh, it starts tonight. So we'll get into that in a minute. would like to see the Rangers you know, beat the Penguins, make a run. Uh, remember 2014 when they made the finals it started with Pittsburgh where they played them in the first round they got down 3-1 to one and came back win that series and uh, eventually lose to the Kings in the Stanley Cup so uh, that's the hockey playoff started last night keep an eye on that baseball, big baseball day, although we're taping this it's Tuesday afternoon, just sort of the way the schedule broke, Mets play in about an hour so we can't spend too much time on the Mets just because A, one of those games starts soon they play a doubleheader but the other thing is they keep flip-flopping these pitchers. We really don't have a definitive word even an hour and a half before the game. It looks like Peterson game one for the Mets going against Morton. Uh, I'm seeing total seven and a half now. It was originally Carrasco-Morton, 
So I'm, my guess would be Carrasco, the second game, to face Kyle Wright, who's pitched uh, extremely well for Atlanta. Uh, remember, he was like a top five, top ten pick. He's been up and down, struggled with command. He's really kind of put it together. Boy, if if Atlanta gets him on track to go with Freed and, and Morton, who hasn't pitched well, but you expect him to bounce back, even though he, you know he's a little older coming off an injury. Uh, Atlanta, he could still see making some noise here. And uh, that was a tough one last night for the Mets. Had a 2-0 lead. Bassett was throwing well. Uh, you just had a good feeling about the Mets coming off seven straight series wins. It felt like, you know what, Mets can really beat Atlanta last night. And again, it's May. There's literally 100-plus games left, a lot of games left. But you, you had a chance here this week to put a dent in Atlanta. You know, if you could have won last night and even split today or, who knows, swept the doubleheader today, you got a chance to really, you know, put yourself – uh, in a position where Atlanta, look, you could say it's early. You could say, hey, there's a lot of games left. But uh, if you make a a good team and spot them a 10-game lead and you, know, you say, hey, look, all this time left, okay, we still have a 10-game lead. Come catch us. That's a tricky scenario. But obviously the Mets were kind of far from that as we look at the NL East. Mets still in first place, still in good shape. Uh, a big day today. They are actually now the second favorite at bet rivers to win the world series as the dodgers still the favorite as i'm gonna pull up these odds here dodgers are plus 450 the mets have moved ahead of toronto with this hot start here uh at plus 750 to win the whole thing as the mets now obviously still in first place 16 and 8 marlins have played well they are 12 and 10 you still wouldn't worry too much about the marlins philly 11 and 12 don't think they have enough pitching and atlanta at 11 and 13 five games behind the mets that's one see that's what i mean if you're the Mets and you're able to win last night, you're up seven games on Atlanta. And, and as much as you could say, hey, it's early, it's you know May 3rd, you're up seven games. Seven games is a dent. Seven games is a big dent. And who knows? You know, if you if you swept this series, and again, we're making up things that didn't happen a little bit, but if you're able to get this to a nine-game lead, say you swept this series and had a nine-game lead on Atlanta, that's huge. That's not insurmountable with all these games left, but that's a big, big hill to climb. Uh, and again, remember last year, the Mets had a nice size lead on a, a nice size lead on Atlanta. They didn't play well, didn't put them away. Uh, Atlanta probably would have been sellers at the deadline. Mets just kind of let them hang around, let them hang around. And before you know it, Atlanta was running away with the division. So uh, big games here for the Mets. You don't want to get swept here and undo all this goodwill that you built up the first three weeks, the first seven series, uh, and, and end up you know waking up tomorrow morning where Atlanta sweeps these two games and you're only three games up on them and basically have to start over from scratch you want to at least hold serve here get a split if you're the Mets not a great pitching matchup you know Peterson against Morton it's not great even tonight Carrasco against Wright if those are the matchups look it's the back end of your rotation Carrasco pitched well to start the year but he got hammered last Wednesday I think it was against St. Louis Peterson's pitched pretty well so uh, usually doubleheaders you split remember the Mets and Giants played a doubleheader like three weeks ago the Mets did sweep that and that was a, a big Big day for the Mets, but usually, you know, you find a way uh, where most doubleheaders do get split. So that's the Mets. Figure, you know what, figure out a way to win one of these two games and, and kind of move on and, um, you know, just kind of hold serve here. If you're the Mets, don't give this whole lead you built up back uh, in a couple of bad days or really a bad 24 hours. Tough loss for the Mets last night. Haven't really had a lot of those. You know, they had that Sunday, the first weekend of the season in Washington where they blew a late lead. All right, you live with it. It's a tough one, but Okay. Uh, and then the next day, they had a really bad one against Philly. Remember, they were up 4-1 in the eighth. So they had those back-to-back. -back. Other than that, the Mets, every game, every game they've lost, they kind of, you know what, it didn't feel like you got one stolen from you. I guess Saturday night 
a little bit. He had a chance to blow that one, one open against Philly the night after the no-hitter. But other than that, Mets, they've won the games they should have won, lost the games they should have lost, and they played really well. So you look to, if you're the Mets, to uh, to keep it going here against Atlanta. The Yankees uh, continue to win 10 in a row. It feels like last August. Remember, the Yankees had a 13-game win streak. Uh, boy, they just, they're finding different ways to win. They're winning games they didn't really win last year. You know, that's a game last night, beating Toronto 3-2, to two, score two runs, give it right back. Uh, usually last year they lose that game. They find a way to lose it. You know, Chapman gives it up, or one of the relievers would give it up. Chad Green would give it up. Uh, and Chad Green, look, he was a really good reliever three or four years ago. He's at the point where every time he comes in, I expect to give up a run, give up a homer, something bad to happen. He threw a clean ninth. Glaber is coming to life here. Already has three homers where, you know, he went, I think, until the middle of May last year without getting a home run. Uh, so the Yankees are off to a nice start. The Yankees are off to a really nice start. Uh, remember, as down as I was on their winner, I did give them over 92.5 because I thought the bullpen would be good, and I thought their defense would be a lot better, and it has been. Uh, I think they were 29th last year in defensive runs saved. They gave a lot of runs back defensively. You know, Glaber was a disaster. It's short. Uh, you know, LeMahieu wasn't healthy. Sanchez was a disaster. Remember, they didn't have Rizzo for most of the year. So, you know, Voight wasn't anything special at first, and he missed most of the year. It was just they didn't really have that set lineup. And, uh, you know, Gallo, for all of his flaws at the plate, he's a good defender. Stanton's actually a pretty good defender, too. You think of him as a DH just because he's such a good hitter. You know, he plays a good outfield, made a tremendous catch last night, and uh, which is still news to John, John Sterling because, oh, boy, somebody reposted the clip. John Sterling first had it as a home run. And then he said, why Why is everyone stopped? How come he's not running around the bases? And then deadpan Susan Waldman says, because the ball was caught, John. <laughs> because the ball was caught was just a great line. And then he goes back and he watches the replay. And he's like, oh, wow, Stanton robbed the home run, which also wasn't true because that ball wasn't getting out. It was a nice catch. I think it was Chapman who hit the ball. But it was going to be off the top of the wall. It wasn't going to be a home run. So it wasn't a home run. It wasn't a robbed home run. So, uh. A rough, a rough stretch there for Sterling. Not his last, not his first, and not his last. There's gonna be plenty more. Uh, there, there's plenty more where that came from. Especially, uh, eventually, you got to take the keys away from. My goodness, I mean, he's 90 years old, sitting here doing play-by-play games. He's got no idea what's going on. And, you know, he's got balls that are home runs that aren't. He's got vice versa. I mean, it's a disaster. He's a total disaster. And if you're in the car, especially if you got money on these games, and look, if you're enough of a Yankee fan where you listen to this game on the radio, you're invested emotionally. Even if even if it's not financial, you're invested emotionally. And, you know, a big spot in the game and you think, you know what, your team just did a home run and, oh, by the way, it's not a home run, it's caught. That's that's tough to take. I mean, you got to get someone at some point. Like I know he's got a great personality. He's kind of a mascot for the Yankees where, you know what, and he, he tells good stories. He's a good, um, you know, he, he knows the game. He really, he knows the game. He just can't see the game which is a problem on the radio. So I don't know if you can put him on TV or, you know, give him some, some job where he can just sit here and, you know, be on the game, but not have to describe the game because he is just lost. And that, that was a tough one last night, but great win for the Yankees. They are now, uh, well, they're still in first place as they play again tonight against Toronto Manoa, who's pitched really well going against Tyone uh, Blue Jays, the small favorite here, minus 123 at bet rivers. Boy, total seven and a half. These totals just uh, every day. I mean, this is the Yankees and the Blue Jays. These are two of the best offensive teams in baseball. You know, DH in play, uh, seven and a half. It's just, it shows you the climate of it. Uh, and the Yank and the Braves, Mets, I should mention those lines. They've been up and down, but they're pretty much a pick them either way. Mets are minus 120 in both games. Uh, I think if you switch the pitchers, now again, the pitchers have changed here. 
Um, if it's Morton versus Peterson, I think it'll be like Morton minus 120 uh, and then Mets minus 120 in the second game. But basically, basically a coin flip in either game. Total around seven, seven and a half. So um, don't have a, a ton on those games again. Without knowing exactly who's going to pitch, it, it's hard. But you would expect the Mets hopefully just to get a split here. In terms of the Yankees, uh, Manoa's pitched well, but if you look at some of the underlying metrics, and he's got a 1-4-4 ERA. The fielder's independent uh, stat is not favorable. I think he's closer to four, so that suggests a regression is coming. So uh, Yankees team total over three and a half, that might be in play. You figure they'll be able to score four runs. I know Manoa's pitched well, and he's historically pitched pretty well against the Yankees. He actually... Uh, I believe he made his, his major league debut against the Yankees last year, right around Memorial Day, and came up in Yankee Stadium, pitched really well. Uh, and he's a good pitcher, and Gossman's a good pitcher too. I don't know uh, when the Yankees see him in this series. It would have to be Wednesday or Thursday because he just pitched over the weekend. But Gossman, if you guys have seen this, has 50 strikeouts, I think. No walks allowed, no homers allowed. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. My goodness, these pitchers are really really impressive and the ball is just dead i mean you watch these games and nobody can hit nobody can score so that being said three and a half for a team total for the yankees is a little low i would go over that uh you know at one of these days the yankees are gonna lose uh you never like betting against the streak like that but good matchup tonight should be a fun game maybe i'll look for something live i know that's a cop-out but uh pre-flop i would look for yankees team total over starting to swing the bats a little bit uh, and they do have their full lineup. You know, there's some question whether Judge was vaccinated, if this guy was vaccinated or not. They had their whole lineup in there last night, other than Gallo, who's dealing with a hamstring. Uh, Boone says he could pinch run, so that's not a huge issue. Doesn't seem like that's a long-term thing for for Gallo, who should be back striking out at any any point now. Should be right uh, right around the corner of his return, which I know we're all we're all dying to see. He is just a brutal baseball player to watch. My goodness. He's got some ability. He's going to find his 30 homers and he walks and he plays a good outfield, but man, he's uh he's not a lot of fun to watch. As I pull up the Bet Rivers futures here, odds to win the World Series, Dodgers still the short shot plus 475, Mets plus 750, Blue Jays plus 775. Astros are 9 to 1. White Sox are off to off to a terrible start, 10 to 1. They've had a million injuries. Uh, Twins are playing well in that division. They are, uh, the White Sox are 10 to 1. Yankees 11 to 1. Braves 12 to 1. Brewers and Rays are both 14 to 1. The Rays have also played terribly. Uh, San Diego 17 to 1 is not terrible. San Francisco 20 to 1. Philly 22 to 1. The Red Sox 22 to 1. That one I would pass on. St. Louis 25 to 1. The Angels have also played well here. They're 25 to 1. Seattle probably not going to win it, but 33 to 1. That's a fun one. Minnesota, like I mentioned, has played well. They're also 33 to 1. Then you get to Guardians and Tigers, 50 to 1, Royals 80 to 1. I think we can stop there. The Reds 100 to 1. I think the Reds are still 3 and 19. The Reds were, I think, 3 and 4 at one point. have lost 15 in a row. Something terrible. The Reds are 3 and 19. That is hard to do. That is really hard to do. So I'm sure there's a, another fire sale coming for them. They've already dumped a bunch of players. So they are a disaster. Just a terrible team. Some of these teams aren't even trying to win. Look at the Reds, the A's. The A's had like 2,000 people in the ballpark last night. Just, uh, not good for baseball. Really not good for baseball. But another good night of baseball here locally. You know, Yankees and Blue Jays, big AL East game. Mets and Braves play a doubleheader starting here pretty soon. So uh, some good pennant race baseball early. And you can say it's early, but look, Yankees finished one game out of having home field last year. And, and another game out, and another game behind, they would have been out because Toronto finished one game behind the Yankees and Red Sox who were tied. I think 92 wins down to 91, where Toronto had 91 and Boston and New York had 92. 
you know, one extra win, the Yankees are playing that game in Yankee Stadium, and who knows? Maybe they win that game and go to the playoffs and make a run. One fewer game, and maybe they're out of the playoffs altogether. They would have been out of the playoffs altogether. So these all count. They all count. I know we play a lot of them, but they all count. So good night of baseball. We get some hockey, which we'll get into next. So Money Sports will join us. We'll talk some futures, this series, this game, talk some baseball. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. It's hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Let's talk a little hockey. The Rangers kick off their playoffs tonight against the Penguins. And to discuss that, we have a very special guest. He is on Twitter. He helps you win a lot of money, and he always wishes you good luck on all of your plays. So Money Sports, what's up, So Money? Thanks for coming on, man. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me on. All right, let's just uh, let's get right into it. The playoffs started last night. Did it feel kind of like you know old times with the playoffs being on ESPN and TNT? It's kind of you know the last few years it's been CNBC, and you kind of you know it was hard to find the, the games at, at certain times. Did it feel like old times last night? You know, having these games on ESPN. It really did. Um, the only thing I will say though that felt a little bit weird is that the playoffs usually start on a Wednesday, and they yes. start in um, in kind of early to midish April. So. So uh, Monday in May felt a little bit weird, but um, other than that, it it just it was just amazing. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's weird too because it usually starts you know four or five days before the NBA starts. They have yeah. it you know NBA is already around in two or three weeks in, and uh, it felt a little backwards. But hey, we have it. It's back. Uh, and- let's start with the game tonight. The Rangers have taken some money, I believe, minus one thirty-five here at Bet Rivers. Total five and a half. Do you have any bets on the game tonight? I don't have any bets right now on the game. There, There is a couple of things I, I am looking for. So for the series itself, um, I do like the Penguins in the series. Now for for game one, um, I think that with Casey DeSmith starting, it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult to get behind the Penguins at this price point. Um, I will say, and where kind of where my bet comes in, is that I am expecting some over money to come in throughout the day. And I'm hoping to get a solid plus money under five and a half or, um, or, or a six on this game. And my basis for that is that I think that a lot has been made of Casey DeSmith's struggles. And while they are warranted for the most part, I, I think that he gets, um, he, he gets more of a bad rap in the, in the market than he should. He's turned his season around um, after a poor start. He's actually started playing, playing well. So... I, I don't think he is as bad as the market makes makes him out to be. So I'm hoping that some over money comes in and probably right right before puck drop, um, I'll be looking to bet the under in that game. Just in terms of, you know, some newer bettors that, ha- you know, aren't used to betting hockey, especially in the playoffs. Do you have a sort of philosophy for the playoffs? You know, we know in other sports, you know, basketball, the game slows down. Defense is intensified. Unders can be a good play. Same thing, sort of in baseball, where you know you have your best pitchers going. You sort of look towards unders. Does that qual? Does that 
sort of philosophy lend itself to hockey with betting unders? It used to. Um, it, uh, um, up to uh, up to a few years ago, um, playoff playoff unders were were great. They were a, they were a great bet. The game slows down. I still feel that we will get some element of the game slowing down even in these playoffs. But um, the way that the games were called um, called last night, um, they were called tight, tons of penalties. It was more it was more free flowing than it usually is. So. I think that's something to, to, to look out for. I still think the games, um, as the series go on, they are going to get tighter, um, and I would be inclined to bet more unders as these as, as these series go on. Now, the Rangers, I believe, beat them all three times in the regular season. Do you yeah. take anything from those matchups? A lot of times I don't. So if you look at the, for example, the, the, the Carolina-Boston series, Carolina beat them. Uh, three times outscored them sixteen to one or whatever it was. The first game was in October. That's that's just too that that's too far away. This the second game, Tuka Rask started, and the third game, Marshawn and Bergeron were out. So, in that situation, I don't take too much into it. In this situation, though, um, the way that these games were played, the Rangers are just. It it seems to me that they're a bad matchup for the Penguins in the sense that. They have the ability to slow the Penguins down, and they have the ability to kind of, um, kind of make it a grinding game where where they where, where they depend on their great goaltender Igor Shosturkin to to uh, to pull them through in the end. So, I I in this in this situation I would put some merit in the in in the season series, which is why I am hesitant to bet the side in this game. I just want to see how this. Um, how this series plays out, and if um, if Mike Sullivan, the Penguins coach, has made any adjustments um, that um, um, throughout the se- throughout the season, where the Rangers were able to slow the Penguins down. Uh, have you you mentioned you like the Penguins in the series? Have you bet it? Are you waiting to bet it? I'm waiting to bet it. I want to see um, kind of how the how the games start, um, uh, how how the games play out first. Uh, before before I get involved, because this this is a situation where I am looking at the season series, and there is some merit there to how these games were played and how um, and how the Rangers were able to uh, stymie the Penguins. Do you ever get involved in? Uh, they offer these exact series outcome scores. Right. So you know, Rangers to sweep ten to one. I'll just run down quickly here. Uh, Rangers to win four one plus five hundred. Rangers to win four two plus five twenty five. Rangers to win in seven plus four seventy five. Then you have Penguins to sweep eleven to one. Penguins to win four one plus six fifty. Penguins to win in six plus four seventy five. And then Penguins to win in seven plus five seventy five. Do you ever get involved in these? Any of these kind of jump out to you? I do, and I think that. Um that exact series wagers can provide great value. So if you are, um, if if you like the team that has the home ice advantage, um, you can bet them in five or seven games um, in in like the series price. So in this situation, if if there is more to um, the season series where the Rangers just do have the Penguins number and you like the Rangers, I think that betting the Rangers in exactly five would 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 provide tons of value in this in this series uh, how about live betting for you know newer hockey bettors is that something you get involved in in the playoffs what do you look for any tips for people that are you know sort of casual hockey bettors in terms of live betting what to look for uh, you know if it's a slow start do you go over if it's a quick start do you go under it any anything in terms of that 
Yeah, generally speaking, in 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 hockey, de- depending on the on the kind of game, um, in the playoffs, if you have like a like a quick start, a b- bunch of goals early, the game does tend to settle in, and um, and and you do want to be looking at live at at live unders in those in in those situations, especially later in the series, right? Like if you're into game four or five, six, and you have a fast start, those those games do tend to slow down. Now, the one caveat to that would be in in an elimination game, um, you want to be looking at live overs because um, teams in the third period, they they pull their goaltenders a lot earlier. There's obviously there's more desperation, with leads, which leads to more mistakes. So um, live overs in elimination games um, after a slow start would be the way that I would be looking as well. How about sides? If you know you like a team going in, and for whatever reason they get down one nothing or even two nothing, do you ever get tempted to jump in at, at like a fatter price on the money line? Depends how they got down one nothing or two nothing, yeah. right? If they um, if they're being outplayed, and then no, like there's they, that could have just been a bad side uh, from the for, for, from the pregame. But if there's a couple of fluky goals, if they're playing well and um, and the goals come against the run of play. Um, and I feel that they are the better team. They're just getting bad luck right now. Then yeah, that's um, at a at a at a bigger price. Then that would be something that 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 I would get involved with. Uh, let's say the Rangers do get by this series. Does this give you a two thousand? I think two thousand fourteen was the year they made it to the Cup final. They won the Eastern yeah. Conference. They actually beat P- Pittsburgh in the first round. I think they were down three one in that series. If they get by this series, how does the rest of the bracket shape up for them? Is this the kind of team that can make a run? In your opinion, absolutely. I think that um, if they if they can, they're the kind of team that is. There's they're built for the playoffs in the sense that um, it all starts with their with their strong goaltending. Uh, a strong goaltender in the playoffs, he can steal series for you. And and Igor Shosturkin is the kind of goalie that that he does he does have that ability. Um, if they get if they get by the Penguins, then they would be playing the winner of the Boston Carolina series. Um, Carolina might be a little bit of a tougher matchup, but again, both of those series would, would become grinding games. You'll, you'll have low-scoring games, which serve the Rangers well. So, yeah, I, I, I can see the Rangers uh, really making a run here if they, um, if, if they can get by the Penguins. Uh, futures prices. We can just run down these quickly and let me know if anything jumps out to you. Uh, Avalanche are the short shot, three to one. Panthers are five to one. Flames, uh, six to one. Maple Leafs plus eight fifty. Carolina ten to one. Rangers sixteen to one. Blues seventeen to one. As are the Lightning. Uh, Penguins twenty to one. Oilers twenty three to one. Minnesota Wild twenty four to one. Boston twenty five to one. The Kings thirty to one. The Capitals forty to one. Uh, and that's who we got left. Dallas at fifty to one, and then Nashville at sixty to one. The fun thing about the hockey playoffs, unlike the NBA, you get Cinderellas, you get teams out of nowhere to kind of make a run. You don't see that in the NBA. Any of these sort of jump out to you as somebody who could uh, could make a run here as a long shot? Boston really jumps out to me just based on the price at at, at twenty five to one. I felt that they were that they lost the game five one, but that that wasn't a five one game. I thought that they were. They were very unlucky, especially early in the game, um, to not get to not get ahead in that game. And if they do take a lead, then that th- that whole game changes. So um, I still like Boston in that series against Carolina. I think that even being down one nothing, um, that then that price is really good. Um, also, you mentioned Rangers at sixteen to one. 
that that jumps out at me as well. I think that they are favored in this series, and we just touched on this. If they get by this series, their next series is going to be another low-scoring, grinding series. And in those coin flips, I want that big number. And the great thing about the uh, about the NHL playoffs too is that we've seen in the past teams go down two nothing in series even and come back to win a Stanley Cup, right? So I think that um, there there's tons of value in playing teams um, down 0-1, sometimes 0-2 in series if they lost the two road games. So um, yeah, I think that those two really jump jump out at me right now. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. Anything else for tonight? We've got Washington and Florida. Florida's a big favorite. Total six and a half. Uh, boy, we got some big lines tonight. Colorado minus three thirty versus Nashville. Total six and a half there too. Some high totals as well. Uh, and then Calgary, a big favorite over Dallas. Total six. Calgary minus two forty. Uh, any of those jump out to you? Anything you have bets on? Yeah, I bet the over in the Nashville Colorado game. Uh, Nashville is without um, without UC Soros. They have their backup. Um, in there, who I have rated as one of the worst goaltenders I had in my in my in, in my charting this year. I think Colorado. Um, they have shown um, even last year when they had their mismatch against St. Louis that um, they know how to take care of business early in the series um, when they are um, when they are the superior team. So I don't see them. Sometimes you see in the playoffs teams kind of let up. I I don't see that with Colorado this year. And I think that they'll be able to jump on Nashville pretty early, which is going to open up the game. Um, and with Nashville's already leaky defense, I think that uh, we're going to see some goals in that game. All right, man. Enjoy it. Uh, any, have you been betting baseball? I know you usually give out baseball. I think you and I are on the same page where uh, we, we love baseball unders. I know yeah. it's different now. No National League. D, uh, with the DH in the National League, we don't have the pitcher hitting. That hurts it a little bit. I know it's built into the number, but, man, I miss I miss that pitcher throwing up to the plate. Two on, two outs, and you see that pitcher coming up there, and you know you're probably getting out of the inning. Uh, <laughs> the baseballs are deader. But yeah, some of these totals are just so low, though. Six and a half and seven, yeah. you know, with kind of mediocre pitchers. How have you handled baseball so far? So I am still betting unders mostly um, early early in the season. I I I do think that that's gonna that's that's gonna flip as the as as the season goes on. But um, yeah, you're right. The 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 totals are getting lower. Um, one thing I love is my uh, is my plus money under sevens. Um, I'm still I'm still on those. Uh, we see one um, Atlanta New York uh, game one here. Um, I've got that um, I've I've got that under on a plus money there. So. There are, um, earlier in the season, there were a lot more opportunities for these unders. Now, as the totals are getting kind of deflated, um, I think that in the near future here, I think we're going to flip to uh, seeing more more uh, over results as, as we get into May and July and, and, and like the weather gets hotter. Have you gone to the dark side? Have you bet overs? In baseball, um, not that much. Um, I do have one over. Um, I've got the over in the um the san diego cleveland game um i i i have that over eight i was actually able to get a plus money over eight so um i'm 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 on that but i don't have that many overs this year at all do you have anything in pocket in terms of futures not right now um i i do like the twins quite a bit but unfortunately i did miss the price that i wanted on them so that's a team that i'm that i'm keeping an eye on so um, usually in baseball, um, because it's such a long season, um, I like to wait for teams that I'm high on coming into the season. Inevitably, there's going to be 
ebbs and flows throughout the year. So you're going to have a team that I'm high on go through a point in the season where they're struggling. And that is when I'd like to um, like to pounce on a, on, on a better number on that, on that team. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Blue Jays? Because obviously uh, they were the hype team, which always makes you nervous. They have a ton of talent, power, mm-hmm. pitching. They haven't played great to start the year. Do you buy the hype with Toronto as a, like a legit World Series contender? I don't love them at the number in terms of being the favorite. What are your thoughts here on the Blue Jays? I'm I'm with you. I don't like the I don't like the number that much right now. I think that it does need to kind of c- come up a bit for me to play that number. But in terms of them as a team. Um, I I completely buy buy into the team. I think that um, they 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 are legit. They've just gotten off to a slow start, which which happens. So I think that um, that this is another example of a team where if they if they do have this prolonged struggle and if the prices start coming up on them, that's a team that I've got circled as um, at a better number. I would want to bet the Blue Jays. Can we get the Expos back in Montreal, please? <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember 94, and I'm a Yankee fan, although they, they've annoyed me the way they haven't spent in the new ownership, and that's a whole other issue. But, boy, we were on track for a Yankees uh, Expos World Series in 94. It would have been a classic. I think that the Expos still had Pedro, Larry Walker, just yeah. a great team. It was horrible how that happened. I, I, I'm real. And they, there's, like, so many examples of that, like, throughout sports where, I mean, I always lament the, the Vancouver Grizzlies leaving, but, like, you have the Seattle Sonics, you have the Expos, you have the Quebec Nordiques, right? It's just it's just those like kind of grassroots um, um, fan fan bases that get the teams taken away from them. It's just uh, it's just it's just heartbreaking. Uh, I see you tweet about this a lot, um, and we can offer you some counseling if you need it. Are you over the '94 Stanley Cup? I know you're a big Canucks fan. That one still <laughs> sticks with you. Are you over that? Are there good days and bad days? How are you dealing with that? Can you ever get over something like that? Um, what what hurts the most about that is that in 1994 I was 10 years old, so I was still naive and I still had hope and like I still had hope for the world and stuff and like that I really felt that the Canucks were gonna win that series and it's it hits you differently to as a kid to have your heart broken than in 2011 for example when they lost to Boston that I kind of expected the Canucks to lose. Um, Game seven because I was already cynical by that point, but uh, that 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 '94 team that was a really special team and it's still it's still revered in Vancouver like 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 all those all those guys they're just um, they're they're really put on a pedestal but yeah I'm I'm not gonna get over that I haven't watched any highlights or I've avoided any highlights except when when my friends on Twitter want to send me the uh, Messier lifting up the cup. I, um, image there which just drives me nuts but other than that um, i try to avoid uh, avoid everything related to the rangers from 94. yeah i think we're about the same age though because i think i was in third grade so maybe i was eight or nine and that was a crazy time just in history i think there's yeah. been you know 30 for 30 because that was around the oj thing yeah. uh nick's rockets played a classic finals i think there was a world cup going on there was a lot going on in, in 94 at that point exactly yeah yeah that and, and that 30 for 30 is actually one of my favorites um they they, they did a great job with that yeah, they do a really good job with all those. I don't know if I've seen that one. I got some catching up to do. It's been, just been busy with all the, you know, you go from the NCAA tournament to the draft, to baseball. I got to find some downtime to watch that one because they do a good job with all those. And I got to, uh, I got to catch up on that one. Uh, anything NFL before we get you out of here? Anything NFL uh, in pocket? Did the draft do anything for you? Did that move you in any way? So I don't, um, 
I don't do the draft myself, but I do have um, partners that I work with that kind of um, um, exchange information with me. So, so, so the draft was pretty good. Um, I, I don't like to have too much in the NFL um, at, at, at this point because right now the focus is uh, shifting towards the CFL right now first. So, um, so I spend my time on this uh, on the CFL, but um, with the with the NFL, like he's, like this off season has just been wild. So, um, I just want to wait until I get my um, un, until I get my NFL work started. Any any interest in the USFL? I've turned on a game here or there. I don't know that they're going to last. First of all, the stands are completely empty. I know some of my buddies have done pretty well betting on it, betting unders, etc. And you know these niche sports, if you put the work in, nobody else paying attention to it, so you can make some money, but. Boy, I don't know if that league's going to last. Nobody's in the buildings. The scoring's way down. Have you checked out the USFL at all? I really made a solid effort to watch a game, and I just couldn't do it. Like I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand anything that was happening. I mean, like it was just, it was just a weird game. So, um, yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't paid paid too much attention to it. But, but you're right. If you put the work into something like that, like um, where where it kind of flies under the radar. Um, there, there, there is a lot of opportunity there to make money. They got to get people in the building because I just yeah. think it comes off. It gives the impression, first of all, it's kind of you know it's a spring football league to begin with. People are flipping through the channels. If you put on a game and there's 30 people in the stands, people are going to change the channel. It just gives off a bad vibe to it. You know, I don't care. You got to give the tickets away, pay people to go. You got to get people in the building, create some sort of you know environment for it. Absolutely, and like that's the way that you're going to build, right? Like, like um, how how. how how else are people going to be like be, be like interested in it? And that and that's the same thing with like you you have like still in 2022 you have teams with like local blackouts and games and stuff, right? Like right. how how are you going to expose people to these to these games when they're not able to watch them? Yeah, huge issue, and they need more scoring too. I mean, nobody wants to sit there and watch a spring game that's you know 20 to six. I mean, people just want to see scoring. You know, they got to tinker with the rules or whatever you have to do, but. I'm not the commissioner, at least not yet, so I'm not in charge of it. Uh, appreciate you coming on, man. This was a lot of fun. I, I've enjoyed your work for a lot of time. Let everyone know, you know, where they can follow you, where they can catch your work. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm on Twitter uh, at at Soul Money Sports, and um, I also have a podcast that I do with uh, um, with uh, Michael Levoff. Uh, we do that uh, usually usually twice a week. All right, man. Well, this was a lot of fun. As you always say, good luck on all your plays. Thanks for coming on. We'll have to do it again soon sometime. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll be back, I think, tomorrow. Break down the hockey, the baseball. We'll do it all. Thank you for listening. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Thank you to So Money Sports for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.